welcome back to Action Action, the action podcast that watches all the action movies. This is episode 156 or 160, depending on who you're talking to, James or Dustin. <laughs> you can fight that out later. Uh, we have a special episode today. We have uh, from the Mighty 90s pon- podcast, we have Simon and Dom. Uh, how are you guys? Before I talk to James and Dustin. <laughs> We're very good. Thank you. We're currently in lockdown. The third lockdown is the trilogy we're referring to it. So we're in that Return of the Jedi. We're actually in Jurassic Park 3 of lockdowns, oh, yeah. if you right, will. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is by far, yeah, the toughest, you could say. Uh, but we're good. <laughs> well, it'll be going? shorter. It'll be shorter than the other lockdowns then, if that's the case. <laughs> it's the made-for-TV lockdown. It's <laughs> just got several running episodes, unfortunately. But yeah, we're we're fine. Thank you. That's great. And James and Dustin, you guys are here as always. Yeah, we're here. Yep. <laughs> we're just here. <laughs> I got nothing for you. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's been such a long time since we've done an episode and we're so far behind. I just didn't even know how to start. Yeah, well, it's been no, it's... what, like over a month since we recorded. Yeah. Over a month. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a lifetime, really. Okay, guys, so this is a special episode uh, we're having you guys on because this is actually like a continuation of us being on your podcast. Do you want to talk about that before we uh, before we actually start talking about the movie? Sure. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that. Uh, we were just saying just before, uh, just before we started recording that that episode actually went on to our Patreon because we changed over and sort of rebranded what we were doing. So Dom and I now uh, podcast two TV shows exclusively, which is The Ravens, which is a One Tree Hill podcast. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I peace of mind. And I am determined that one of your action action listeners is going to be interested and in convert because I know that they're out there. And then the other one, Dom. Yeah, the other one is at Fox River podcast, which uh, is about prison break. So we've only released one episode of that so far. Uh, then we went into really busy sort of Christmas period. Simon had a baby uh, right. and then we're kind of resume things uh, from kind of this week, hopefully. That's the plan. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so have you both watched all of One Tree Hill and all of Prison Break? Then, so I, I've never watched any of One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. And Simon, Simon is a is a big fan. So that the whole premise of the uh, Ravens podcast that we do is that I watch one episode a week, and we discuss it and rate it and rate people in it and stuff like that. Right. And you're Simon more. You're more of an OC guy, right? We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking up for number one, California Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I have more experience of the OC, but uh, yeah. I would never admit that to Simon. <laughs> okay, we won't tell him. <laughs> so, in the, uh, so the Patreon episode that we're on for your show then, we did uh, Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. Yeah, and it's it's and awesome that it's going to be out on your channel. So we were just saying that that that's really cool because uh, we want that you know want as many people to hear it as possible. So because uh, we were really proud of the episode. Yeah, we're going to re-release it on our. Did you guys like it a lot? I can't remember the, the, the movie? movie. Yeah, you guys were like big yeah, fans. Yeah, they love uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's right. Jurassic World, the Lost World. <laughs> it's confusing with all the titles out this, there. Now. The, the Lost one. World is the second one. Yeah. All right. So before we get into the movie. It's 
we usually promote something or talk about something that we like. We've been watching anything that you guys have been into watching or anything. Dom, uh, Cobra Kai. which I was introduced to by Simon, actually. I um, I literally watched the, the third season most recently. Like, it released on the Friday a couple of weeks ago. I mm-hmm. started watching it on the Sunday, and I completed it that Sunday. I watched the whole lot. Oh, wow. Uh, I oh, wow. really, like, really got into it. Some of the action is a bit uh, hit and miss, but actually it's it's just it's fun, easy watching. It's, it's a good laugh as well. It's really good. It's a fun show, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm only uh, on the third season. I haven't finished it yet, but it's pretty enjoyable. Is it is it worth I just watching? Started watching it. I'm on the first. Is it worth season. watching? It's good. I like. Yeah, it. it's it's pretty fun. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't say it's like some top tier amazing show. It's just like he's like Dom said. It's just easy watching, good time. Simon, anything you've been into? Uh, my wife and I just watched. Uh, it's called A Teacher. I uh, I think it's on FX out there, but it's on BBC here. Uh, it was really good. It's about a teacher that seduces her high school student uh, and it sort of delves into the aftermath after the relationship happens uh, but it's really well done it's got nick robinson in who who was actually in jurassic world he was the older brother in jurassic world but yeah. he's um he's a really good actor he was in love simon um, oh, yeah, and yeah. a few other things and i think he's a real up-and-coming guy i think he'll be like the next generation Leonardo DiCaprio type. Was he Simon in Love Simon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if that's available somewhere, I think it might be on Hulu, but uh, as well. But yeah, check it out. It was really good. I'd just like to say on that, I've I've started watching that. I'm about eight episodes in on Simon's recommendation, and it's on BBC iPlayer over here, which I have now dubbed BBC Porn because it is just raunchy stuff just all the way through so that's the only reason simon likes it i'm telling you now <laughs> oh i see okay, okay good to know wait are you enjoying it dom oh of course yeah <laughs> wait so tell me again what that show was called i'm just gonna write that down <laughs> hey teacher james what have you been watching man uh well let's see I feel like I've watched so much since we talked last. I mean, that was a month ago, but (laughs) yeah, been quite a while. One thing that stands out just this last week is I don't know. I've been kind of watching a lot of movies and shows and stuff, and I'm flipping through the channels, and I ended up stopping on Due South. I know this has come up before (laughs) on the podcast, but Due South. I actually quite enjoyed it because it's just it's so cheesy and it's you might have to explain do south to these guys so not be I, I love you south love it oh okay oh really we used, to, we used to get it over here years ago i mean like early thousands or whatever and um it used to be like so bbc one is like a prime channel bbc two is like it's special cousin um <laughs> so it was always on bbc two i used to watch it all the time is it fraser is it fraser the 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 mountie is that his name Benton Fraser. Yeah, Benton yeah, Fraser. And okay. I, I can't remember. The, uh, the picture you guys put up the other day was of the, the guy, the, the second cop friend, wasn't it? Yeah. Not the original. Yeah. Ray. Yeah. I, I, was, I used to watch it. I'm looking at IMDb right now. I don't. I just was saying John. John, <laughs> wow. He knows his due south. John with the knowledge. It's funny that you started watching that in the early 2000s because that show started in 1994. Yeah. And that's when it was airing. Over it's an in, old, uh, yeah. 
So Australia really does get things like years later. Australia? No, they're not in Australia. Oh, <laughs> we're too used to having Australian. <laughs> we're too used to having Australian guests on the show. Apparently, right on the other side of, of Australia. Ouch. Oh, well, you guys are from yeah. England. Oh wow, this is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, embarrassed. <laughs> come on, get those accents right. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking behind him. I'm like, I'm seeing these fucking. What are those like jerseys? Yeah, I'm like, oh, rugby. I don't Isn't know. Isn't one of them Footy? like the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Oh, a Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. I thought they were hockey, but I was like, they don't have hockey over there. That's true. They don't. <laughs> so ravenshoops.net is our Patreon. Uh, if you want to join us over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess I have to buy your Patreon now to make up for that wonder. <laughs> yeah. Top tier as well. No, it's funny, though, because we've had, we've had a number of Australian guests on in the past. So I think John's just making assumptions at this point. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a dickhead move. It's okay, we don't. We're not offended. That's okay. Uh, okay. Well, I feel embarrassed. That's actually our Britishness. Um, we actually are offended, but we have to be polite. So right. <laughs> oh, well, Canadians are the same way. You guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we guess we get confused with Americans. Yeah. So you guys are in your third lockdown. You said that makes more sense, though. Everything's kind of coming together <laughs> and making a lot more sense. <laughs> How's that Brexit going? It's it's done. Um, it's done. It's done. It's happened. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry about that. I'll try to get back on track. <laughs> um, maybe Dustin should host the podcast from now on. No, no. We're just gonna hold you to a higher standard. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no okay. cuts, um, so this is all no going cuts. In. <laughs> it's I'm all so staying embarrassed. in. Embarrassed. <laughs> uh, I was gonna uh, say uh, I, I've okay. watched a couple of, of items. Uh, or oh, is, is Do South the only thing you've been watching, James? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I mean, I watched Gremlins. I watched like all the Christmas movies, like Scrooge and all that stuff. Right. Uh, Trapped in Paradise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything. Oh, I watched. Um, Westworld, like the 1970s movie. Uh, right, the Michael Creighton directed. Oh, the yeah. original? And I actually well, liked ties, it. it that was, ties into what we're talking about here today. Yeah, I liked it. It was, uh, it, I didn't know what to expect because I saw the first season of the HBO show. So, um, but I quite enjoyed the movie. Uh, yeah. Yul Brenner was in it. Yeah. He's the cowboy robot. Yeah. Yeah. This is the guy from Cool Run-Ins. No, Yul Brenner? Oh, it's, it's the same name, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> one of they, one of the they name one of the sled is Yule Brenner. Oh, I didn't remember that. <laughs> I haven't seen Cool Running since I think it came out. Yeah, in same same here. I saw it in theater, and I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't remember that. I would never have remembered that. That's amazing. That's uh, now you want to talk about Do South? <laughs> Go on for days. Doesn't he have a dog in Do South? Yeah, John too? Diefenbaker. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, husky. Oh my God. Is it really named John yeah. Diefenbaker? Yeah, they call him. What a stupid show. <laughs> the show is hilarious because it's, it's so Canadian. Is it take place in Chicago? Yeah, it's in Chicago. That all the like, all the stupid shit that they say and like references to Canada, it just makes me laugh. Like, it's just. Uh, like I used to like that that he could pick up a shoe and like lick it and know where the soils come from and yeah like that. That yeah amazing. like it's it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that is a that is a Canadian and, thing. Yeah, we can, can all do, do that. that. We can all do that. Yeah. Oh no. We can all and do like, that. Yeah. Okay, so in the episode I watched, you do, you do this. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. that's where that's from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not good with not good with accents, but we're great with uh, soil. There's, soil tasting. There's a scene in the episode I watched where they're like tied up, and they're they're waiting uh, for the husky to come, and the Chicago cops like yelling like, "Hey, I'm in. We're in here. We're in here," and um, the Mounties just like you know he's deaf, right? Like, he can't hear you. You just have to wait for him to smell us. He'll get here. <laughs> and it's just like the whole... And he speaks a certain a certain dialect to the husky because he can read the lips of that dialect Oh, better. my God. Like, it's just it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's... Was this a Canadian show or an American show? I'm pretty sure it's Canadian. I just remember it being on it's CTV. It's hilarious. So is, we're starting a new podcast? Or starting the oh, South I think podcast? it'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, if these guys are doing the One Tree Hill and the Prison Break, we'll do Due South, and yeah. then we can have some crossover. <laughs> you get it, start a Veronica Mars podcast. I'd like to jump on that. <laughs> well, maybe they'll do that next. Prison Break doesn't last forever. Five seasons, apparently. Yeah. We can make it last forever. Lots yeah. of spin-off. <laughs> we'll, we'll write our own season six if we have to. We'll keep yeah. it going. R- right. Nice. Where, what, it, what should have happened next? <laughs> Where they meet due south. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. There nice. is a Chicago, there's a Chicago crossover there because Fox River's in Chicago. So there's a... Oh, okay. Oh, holy there shit. So there's a, there is a link. We can make this work. Yes. <laughs> Some fanfic coming. I'm already sold <laughs> on it. <laughs> Uh, I was just gonna say I've been watching that new Brian Cranston show called Your Honor. Have any, has anyone seen any of this? I haven't watched it. No, I know about it. It's it's on my list. Yeah, he breaks bad, but he's a judge. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, he's a judge. His son um, gets in a car accident and kills this other person by accident, uh, and like flees the scene. And then he's gonna take his son in to like turn himself in. But then he discovers that um, the father of the kid that was killed in the accident is like the local mobster. Um, And so he's like, oh, no, we can't like you can't turn yourself in now because then he's going to have you killed. So it's all about him trying to keep it a a secret. Uh, And there's a bunch of good actors on it from other shows. But, yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. Uh, The only thing I would say is that the son character is really really irritating <laughs> but uh other than that i'm enjoying it like there's lots of good acting in it um it's not exactly like breaking bad but that's of course the first thing people will think of because it's brian cranston oh yeah michael stuhlbarg plays the the mobster he's from like uh call me by your name and uh he was in uh broadway what was that boardwalk empire on the hbo as well anyone know michael stuhlbarg <laughs> Nobody? Not from name. You'd recognize him right away. He was also in um, uh, A Serious Man, the Coen Brothers movie. He was the main guy in that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I know who he is. Uh, yeah, so I'd say I'd recommend it, but with the caveat that uh, the son character will probably drive you crazy. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> good watch. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Five people Zooms are fun, guys. <laughs> They're not awkward at all. It's so natural. <laughs> I just feel like I'm in the room with you guys. <laughs> Just flows. We're all together. I do have to say, I think it's better than the Skype uh, the Skype shit we've been doing. As for me, before we get into the movie, um, I watched, I, I mentioned this to you guys, I think, before. I watched The Snowman, and I want to recommend everybody go watch The Snowman. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. And then listen to the, yeah, and then listen to the How Did This Get Made on The Snowman. Because it's like, 
it really got me back into the show. I watched it because it was they were doing it on the podcast. They they did a replay of it, um, and that movie is just a train wreck from the beginning <laughs> to end. And the podcast is really great because you get like a it, there's like a, a person in the crowd that like reveals a whole bunch of stuff that like explains a lot of, of what why it's so bad. Oh, they worked on the movie, right? So the really person cool. in the audience. Yeah, I wasn't gonna give it away. Oh, I was gonna let it be a surprise <laughs> for everybody. It's if you if you want to watch a really bad movie that's not too long, and like yeah, it has like some of the most bizarre choices in a film I've ever mm. seen. We already uh, did that this week for this, for this episode. Yeah, that's Watched a good tie-in, uh, actually. Bad movie that's not too long. <laughs> yeah, speaking of bad movies that aren't too long. Wait, did we watch Jurassic Park? Did 3. you guys have you guys covered the first Jurassic Park? No, we haven't. So I think we're going to retroactively have to go back and uh, and do that at some point. But I, I assume that all of that all of you are a massive fan of that one, right? Like classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an undeniable classic. And you know, I re—I was telling as before we started, I rewatched all three movies to, for this show. And mm. if anything, the first one is even better than I remembered it being. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. to me, it like stands just, up still. Like, it's still yeah. a great film, and even the special effects. The yeah, special the, effects the special are way effects. better than than this third one. You think so? I, I mean, I thought they were all comparable. Like, even like I think this third movie is eight years after the first one came out and i think the effects don't look worse but they don't look any better than they did eight years previous when they did the first one i think this movie uses more computer generated stuff and it just it's it feels like to me that movies come out like certain movies like jurassic park will come out terminator will come out and the choices that they make and the and the technology at the time and what they're using it hits like a sweet spot where it somehow ages really gracefully. And then there's other things that come out and that just like, it ages like total shit. Yeah. And I think that this movie is like getting towards that point where it's like not the, the, the graphics are aging poorly, but, but not the worst. I, yeah. I, I mean, actually, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. No, no, no go, go ahead. On, you go. Oh, Canadian. No, no, You're, you are the guest. You're the guest. <laughs> That's the Canadian British politeness. That was a standoff <laughs> right there. <laughs> who's gonna break? Who's gonna break first? Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say I actually thought that the um, graphics in this didn't hold up at all. Like I thought that they were um, almost too confident when they were like wielding it. Like they were putting the camera way too. Well, I, there was nothing there. The, too close to the green screen or the cgi especially as it went further and further on and then the practical effects that they did use in this one looks a lot more like a jim henson situation rather than the <laughs> jurassic the first jurassic park it was so good like the um we when dom and i covered it on the mighty 90s we uh, were talking about how they actually had uh, a full scale T-Rex like animatronic mm-hmm. and yeah, you yeah. got weighed down by by the rain and how it took an hour before the T-Rex actually came out and then it was under the layer of uh the grain of the of the rain and all and it was at night and all of this stuff that made that moment in my opinion one of the best moments in cinematic history like when the T-Rex comes out of the paddock in this one they they don't have the suspense anymore to be able to build us up to a dinosaur because we've seen them already. But this time it was like it was a children's made-for-TV movie, but with a big budget, 
but they're using PlayStation 2 graphics and then they're shoving it in your face and saying, I, look I don't at these think, PlayStation 2 I, graphics. Having, yeah, having, <laughs> totally. Having watched all three of them very close together, uh, I don't I don't really think the effects are worse necessarily. I think what it is is that the filmmaking is so much worse that you notice those effects mm-hmm. a lot more. Because like in the first one, you have Spielberg staging that scene with the T-Rex coming out. And of course, he knows how to do that beautifully. And like you said, the rain and it's adding a, a sort of a grit and a texture to make it seem very plausible. Whereas this, yeah, I'll admit they focus a lot more on like, yeah, look at these great shots we can do with these effects now. Uh, and yeah, it probably hasn't aged as well, but I don't actually think that they're literally worse. I think you're just noticing it more because the movie is pretty shitty. So there's not as much, <laughs> there's not as much good you know, um, dialogue, there's not as much good set pieces and all that stuff around it to make you get lost in the experience of it, right? I get what he's saying, yeah. though, because it's like there is a scene where they're in the forest and the T-Rex is fighting that other dinosaur, whatever it's called. Yeah, what is that thing? The Supersaurus or something? It's, it's fake. Yeah. It's a fake dinosaur. They, they made, made it up, up for, the, for this like movie, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like fighting it in the forest and it's running in the forest and it looks like they basically cut and pasted that graphic in a real forest and you can tell, like, you can really tell. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, I think they do try to do more stuff and so then there's you definitely notice more shit with it like that but um yeah i don't know if it's technically all that worse in terms of the quality we get it you <laughs> love this movie okay i, tr- I do this is the un- hands down yeah. the best of the trilogy. yeah <laughs> okay so we sh- we should probably jump in and, and like talk about like what the movie is Premise, yeah what what's going on what's happening pretty much what you've got is it's uh it's kind of like the opening of the of the second movie You've got some just regular people that are out doing something. You realize that, like, oh, they're by a tropical forest. So you're thinking, oh, you know, this is probably another island. And then the 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 what you think is like a father and son. I that's what I thought when I first. Yeah, I mean, it. the fact that it isn't like kind of weird. <laughs> just gonna it's say kind of weird, kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Which is gonna get into so there is so much weird stuff in this movie. Um, but they kind of go like, is that called parac? What is that? What do you do when you're like floating above yeah, para- a parasailing? Boat? I guess like, I, I don't know. I'm not one of these extreme. <laughs> and they people. end up, yeah. And they end up like you see like this. this yeah. It's called like what is it? Dinosaur mm. is the name yeah. of the like. And this is your first clue that some real <laughs> hacks wrote this movie. I think because it's just like it really starts getting into like this like. Did they write it as a comedy? I th- I think so. And then just have dinosaurs so. show up because it is some of the lamest humor on such a big budget movie. Like they really go for they try to go for like laughs. Like there's like stuff in this movie where they think, <laughs> "Oh man, this is gonna <laughs> land so hard." But, yeah, but, where, but were uh, they? But pretty much, but were they? <laughs> or did they? Or were they being serious? And that's actually the biggest. It's bigger hard. Crime. It's hard to I, say, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, because, yeah, like we'll get into it as the movie goes on. But So anyway, they're parasailing or whatever, and they end up crashing, uh, and then cut to, you know... Yeah. Alan, is it Alan, right? Doctor? Yeah, Dr. Grant. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Alan Grant. You, these, this, this rich couple tricks Alan to come back to the island, which he says he'll never do. 
And because it turns out it's their divorced parents and it's their son and Tia Leone's new husband yeah. that went missing. But about yeah. it up? I mean, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, D- Dr. Alan Grant, he like he does it for money. What a. Well, he needs it for his digs. Always, I, you know, it's always showing us how his digs are in jeopardy. He needs more what cash. What a piece of shit. But that kind of just still it steals a little bit from the first movie, isn't it? Because that's what happened there. But yeah. I do just have to say, when the uh, when the boat crashes, uh, when they're parasailing or whatever it is, I did like the fact that it didn't blow up. No, like it, I hated it that. Felt like. You wanted it to blow up. Yeah, of course hell yeah. I expected A- it action, to blow up. Action, for sure. action podcast. Of <laughs> yeah. course, you wanted it to explode. Yeah. Where's my Where's my explosion? Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to like that, that Hulk Hogan movie where he drives a speed. Oh yeah, around. Thunder in <laughs> Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. But, okay, so you bring up something that's really interesting about him going for money, because it completely undercuts his argument later on. I took him on an impulse. I thought they'd be worth a fortune enough to fund the dig site another 10 more years. Look, you have to believe me. This was a stupid decision, but I did it with the best intentions. With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. As far as I'm concerned, you're no better than the people that built this place. Right. He has this big speech about how he's, you know, right. he's a, ideologically pure because he, he's, he's ideological. Yeah. And and Billy takes the the eggs. Right. But realistically, Caster, not Caster, Troy, Pollock, Pollock, Troy. At Dustin, that blew my mind. I IMDb him today because I was like, I recognize him. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Pollock, Troy. Alessandro you know, Navola. Do you know why that that really messed with my brain is because Pollux Troy has such a weird accent in that movie. I've never understood whether Yeah, he's a certain it, affectation the way he speaks in face off, yeah. Should play some of those salmon spawning scenes again. I found them intensely erotic. And he's just so he's so pathetic <laughs> with his tongue sandwiches <laughs> and his little dancing and singing. But the uh I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it was the same actor actor. But I guess that is acting. So if anything, he showed us his range. There you go. Anything, There's a plus for Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, 3. Park 3 is going up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to gonna have to rate the rate it higher now. I was already going in pretty <laughs> high, guys. <laughs> that boat did not blow up. It didn't hit. I, I'm on your side. I agree. I think it's good that the boat didn't blow up, but at the same time, I mean, we've we've been man, we've been conditioned. Shit blow up. We've been conditioned <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. In One Tree Hill, nothing blows up. So, oh man, I don't even know how you can watch it. <laughs> Just relationships, right? <laughs> and basketball, yeah. James. Oh, and oh. basketball. Oh, and okay. Basketball. All right. Is basketball a big part of One Tree Hill? It's the main part, you could say, John. Oh, oh I didn't know that. I, really? I thought it was about a high school. Oh, you have much to learn, my friend. I have no idea. About <laughs> I can't. One Tree I can't Hill, wait guys. to watch an episode. I'm gonna watch a random episode of One Tree. Hill. Yeah, and then you're gonna come on our podcast for that episode, and we're that's gonna discuss fun. it. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, so yeah, so that's like pretty much the premise of the film, and then you got you know running around with dinosaurs. <laughs> so. All right, that's the end of the podcast. I know that, <laughs> that's it, guys. It, it's kind of funny because I feel like this movie 
I understand that you like it. Wait, who likes it? it? I feel like it. We didn't. We didn't Simon. say that. <laughs> Simon, like you the just first said about one how... <laughs> and the second yeah. one. Oh, I thought you said you were going to rate this really I, high. He, that, was he was my, <laughs> that was my Australian sarcasm. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like this uh, this movie sets up a lot of the things that I really hated about Jurassic World, where it's like um, mean spirited, like in a moment, like almost mean spirited death scenes, and like there's some of the same shots actually there's a shot of uh when the raptors surround alan uh is the exact same pretty much shot of when uh the raptor wrangler the name's rex rex danger vest galaxy defending archaeologist cowboy raptor trainer who likes building furniture buzzing heads and having chiseled features previously hidden under baby fat he's like got the raptors surrounded <laughs> by him in the jurassic world it's just it's pretty interesting how they like they're I, I do see a connection between. The oh, two totally. Films, whether that's a good thing or bad. Well, thing. yeah, because I mean, I'm sure when they went to make Jurassic World that they were like, we got to sort of utilize some of the same imagery that people already expect from oh, these movies, right? They were definitely students of the first three films that made, <laughs> especially the third one. Fourth, fourth. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it had a pretty good cast. I thought Jurassic Park three. I think like you've got William H Macy. Oh, yeah. He's got the best mustache going. Like <laughs> you know that puts the points up. You got they got Laura Dern back for two days of filming. So that was <laughs> yeah right right in in uh, one make house. Got to make you feel somewhat connected <laughs> to that first movie. Def- they definitely filmed all of that in like two or three days and just let her go. Absolutely. Um, and then Sam Neill, obviously, I think he did a good job. Pollux Troy, yeah, that guy. Nothing wrong is with Sam Neill. Never. There's never anything wrong with Sam Neill. <laughs> uh, and then you've got the kid that was like the bully in the Sip Sense. And he was also in some like Disney Channel movies and things. Um, so it's like it was. I thought that kid was actually quite good. Yeah, it was all right. Like as far as child actors go, he was. He was pretty I mean, good. I, I agree with you. I think the cast is fantastic. I don't think that kid was bad, but I had just watched the first movie, and those two kids are so fucking good in that movie that I so I don't know. Good. He did he didn't stand out to me in this kid. That's yeah. true. Um, nothing to you, wasn't he? You hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say he wasn't annoying. Like, you know, sometimes child actors can be pretty annoying and stuff, and he, he wasn't bad by any means. But I, f- I just had watched the first movie, and those kids are so spot on in that movie. I found it amazing that he survived eight weeks. Yeah. Don't think, don't think about, <laughs> don't it. Think yeah. about it too hard. Fucking like three people die in the first five minutes of them landing on this fucking island. And this <laughs> kid's running around like Rambo, throwing smoke bombs and collecting <laughs> Tyrannosaurus piss. Yeah. Don't that ask about impressive. how he got that. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, let's talk, yeah, talk about like jokes that just don't land. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, how did you get that? How did you get that? Why would you even ask that? It's like, obviously, how... I don't think there's like more than one way to collect I mean, yes. he went to a puddle and scooped it up with a jar? Just stand <laughs> underneath. Yeah. You just stand yeah. underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wait. Yeah, but this movie is like... They, they have that joke, and then I think they kind of... Like, the joke about the um, the satellite phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, like, it's inside the dinosaur? The shit. Yeah, like, I, that joke's... <laughs> kind of i mean again i think they're trying to they're go back harken back to the first movie because you got the jeff goldblum that's one big pile of shit uh i was upset the they didn't movie. say yeah. that's and that's so this one they have to actually they should have just thrown that in there that would have been that would have been brilliant totally 
It would have been <laughs> Yeah, that would have fixed. I think that would have fixed. It totally would have. <laughs> I think it feels like this was. It could feel a bit like a cash grab from the uh, production studio. You think? And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but because I actually remember. Well, do we know what year it came out? Was it like two thousand and one? Two thousand one. I remember when it came out. Dom and I, uh, we would, how old would we have been, Dom? 15, I can't yeah. do the maths. 15? 13, 14. We were 14. And I remember that, like, in the supermarkets, like, every cereal box had Jurassic Park free things right. on it, pencil cases, all of the merchandise, all of that stuff. I actually remember going to see it, like, with my friend. Dom, I think I saw it with you. I'm pretty sure. I think that it was, they were more impressed with what they could do with the effects rather than it being driven by the story. And I think the first one was so driven by the story and then having the practical effects with a little bit of CGI in there, like when the Raptors are in the kitchen and all that sort of right. stuff and really good acting and suspense and Spielberg. And then the second one was a little bit of the in-between the first one and the third one with some crazy stuff going on. But also there was a little bit of story in there. Throw Vince Vaughn in. We've got, we've got a sequel. The third one, <laughs> It feels like it was a little, it was made for TV, but with a big budget and they're ripping things from different places and that aren't cohesive. And it, I saw that there was free writers on it, which I know is pretty usual, but it does feel like that it wasn't um, succinct in, in a way. And so I definitely would rate it at the bottom of all of the Jurassic Parks. But I would say there's something that I enjoy about a film that seems to be pretty well shot, but is a bad film. Like I enjoy films <laughs> like that in a guilty pleasure kind of way. So it wasn't a chore to watch it. Like I enjoyed watching it, but I know it's bad. Right. It was a nice breezy. Yeah. Film. I mean, I'll say like, that it's 90 minutes, whereas I'm going to, I'm going to go out on the limb here and I'm going to say that for me, I, I'd rather watch this one than, than lost world. Uh, having just watched all three of these lost world. I mean, all I can think about is the scene when she gymnastic kicks that fucking raptor. <laughs> and I hate yeah, that. It's scene. so bad. I, I hate that scene so much. Uh, that like, uh, that's yeah, like I mean, Indiana Jones style. That part is really bad. But you know, I, the second movie to me is just really boring. Like you've got the one big set piece where the bus is hanging off the cliff, which is pretty good with, you know, Julianne Moore's on the glass and it's cracking and that stuff's pretty good. Yeah. Rest but there's peace, a lot Eddie. of nothing going on in that movie for long chunks of time. Yeah. But and the it's dialogue's better. Long. The dialogue is better, but this is a 90 minute, at least this is 90 minutes and it's pretty fast paced. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just less painful for me to watch, even though it's, I know it's bad, but it's just like, at least it's, I don't know. It's I mean, not boring. At least this movie has like, one of the like wackiest out of place scenes in it, which is when they're on the plane heading to the island. The um, dream. Oh yeah. The dream. <laughs> that he had. And the dream. And he turns and the raptor starts talking to him. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so amazing. That was like awesome. A David Lynch movie for just a second there. <laughs> you really would weird. never have had that in the first one. That's that's the way to think of that. Some of them scenes is like it would never have flown in the first one. And even the bit, the random part at the end when they get off the boat and there's this sudden like red sort of T-Rex looking kind of uh, dinosaur that looks at them and then just walks away. Like what was the point of that? Like it was all very I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, they escaped the island and like toodaloo dinosaur <laughs> like, well i think yeah. i think it's supposed to be like oh they're almost out of it that dinosaur comes up 
and you're like, oh man, is this going to happen again? But the dinosaur leaves because it smells the crap of that other one, that larger dinosaur. Oh, yeah, yeah. And leaves. Simon, you brought up something that was really interesting uh, about how the writers. So I just did a quick look. Do you guys know who the writers for this movie are other than Michael Craig? No. No. So Peter Bachman. Jim Taylor and Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne are the writers for this film. Like yeah. director. So let's of just say so. Jim Taylor. Schmidt, that Alexander Payne. Yes. So the the right Jim Taylor wrote Election. Wow. Sideways about yeah. Schmidt, and I'm going down, and then he wrote the he wrote this movie called in 1991 called Inside Out, and the tagline for this movie is Playboy does to softcore sex films what HBO's Tales for the Crypt. <laughs> from the crypt did to horror <laughs> so he wrote he wrote everything from softcore porn to jurassic park to about to prestige dramas yeah i was gonna say alexander payne i mean he's this in this you know same boat he's the, yeah, he, dra- he directed, directed election, election directed sideways movie. yeah so i just wouldn't have expected yeah well i mean everyone's gotta start, everyone's them. gotta start somewhere right <laughs> guess the cheap cheap some hire dinosaur making... flick <laughs> get that on the page i wonder if they like from what i understand about writing and stuff like that though i wonder if they just had a bunch of like comedians come in and do punch up on it and that's where we're getting a lot of those jokes yeah that could be because like could be or they could the studio could just be like hey we need a certain kind of humor in this and then they're writing I think they tried to make it more for kids to try and sell the merch I reckon sure. it was more a cash grab if they're like well, we're doing a cash grab let's make it that it was a bit more PG friendly so that the kid can get the McDonald's toys and all that kind of stuff mm. it's just really sad because well, the Mc- first movie is taken with such sincerity and it's so good it's like the top first one's a top five movie for me of all time and, oh and yeah, this... it's a great. It's a great. I mean, uh, watching it again, it, it's truly one of the best blockbuster type movies ever made. Like it works yeah. on every level, and then you and then and you, you, sell, us... you use that to sell merch. Whereas the sequel, yeah. it's just and like yet... we just need ways to keep generating the merch money, right? So like it doesn't matter if it's to the same level of quality. We're gonna pump out. We're gonna put it, sell plushy dinosaur toys. We're gonna sell McDonald's combo meals, whatever. Well, I was going to say, it, the first Jurassic Park brought us the greatest McDonald's like thing ever, which was Jurassic-sized fries. <laughs> right, the fries in a, in a Coke, giant, like super-sized Coke cup. Yeah. It was, that, was the, that was the best. I remember being a kid, a, a kid when Jurassic Park came out, and it was like the most amazing, the most amazing <laughs> That's thing. That's a whole shitload of French fries. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of fries, guys. That's what they should have had in the ad. They should have had Jeff Goldblum being like, that's one big pile of French fries. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's perfect. Do you guys have a favorite like scene in the movie? Oh, this one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say the okay, pterodactyl scene. Do you have a favorite dinosaur? Uh, what What really gets to me is Dom? that this is, the, this is the only Jurassic Park film where a T-Rex gets killed and a Velociraptor doesn't. Um, and it's and you kind of mm. you oh, see yeah. the T Rex from the first film and kind of the second film is the iconic dinosaur and then it's just it has its neck yeah. snapped 
by this other thing that we've never even that's just been like constructed in a studio right they're like this thing this one's even more (laughs) badass than the t-rex just walks out (laughs) it's chasing them for a little bit it appears goes fuck you snaps his neck stomps about for a bit and eats their satellite phone it's it's a bit weird well they're trying they're trying to like up it up like up the levels here right but it's just like to do so, they felt like they needed to invent a fictional dinosaur that could. Yeah, well, that's kill what the they do in the next one. Is it the Indominus like, Rex? Is it? Wow, there's one that they create and make that is all yeah, seem yeah. like powerful. It's got laser beams coming out of his eyes and stuff like that. Right. So. <laughs> it's like dinosaurs aren't cool enough anymore. Like that's not going to get me hard anymore. I need, I need like monster <laughs> yeah. Frankenstein dinosaurs. It's Dustin's edging again. <laughs> Fucking dinosaurs that are just. They tie in their uh, tie in their belts around <laughs> their necks in closets in <laughs> hotel closets in cl- hanging on that <laughs> hanging on that giant entryway. But yeah, like there's you, you see that you know the scene at the end of the first one where the T Rex fights off the Raptors in that that hall, and it's just like something you're just like something majestic about this ferocious giant beast, and you don't get that magic that sense of awe in this movie, right? Like. They try to recapture it when they're going down the river on that boat and there's like all the brachiosauruses or whatever are, are like, you know, drinking by the waterside. And they try to get that moment again, like from the opening of Jurassic Park, yeah. when Sam Neill, yeah. when they see the dinosaurs for the first time. And it's like a goosebump moment because it's so well made. No. And talking about favorite, the favorite scene, I will say it's it's my favorite because it's probably the most... I don't know. Awful is not quite the word, but um, the the great bit and the fact that in every single Jurassic Park film, including this one, you can hear the big dinosaurs coming from miles away because you can feel the ground shaking. You look at a puddle, you look at the cup on the dashboard, everything's fucking rocking. And then all of a sudden, they're at this fence. They're all hugging each other through this fence. And then they hear this phone ring and they turn around and there's this massive fucking dinosaur just watching them having appeared like to have crept. Like, wow, he's stealthy. To, to go, hey! Yeah. Just scare the shit out of them. <laughs> Ding, you know? On his that, tippy that, toes. That's that that <laughs> probably my favourite scene of this entire film. That is funny because, you know, this is a made-up dinosaur. So for all we know, he's very stealthy. He's, got, he's a ninja Very dinosaur. sneaky. I imagine he's like with a the Looney Tunes cartoon character when they like stand up and you hear <laughs> yeah. that, that twinkle sound <laughs> when they're on their toes and they're just like it's like hugging and then there's this big fence that looks like it's never been breached other than this tiny little hole and then all of a sudden he just like leaves and turns and just runs through this giant fence it's like he's never wanted something on the other side of that fence it's been like ten years and he's just been like ah no it looks like too much work. Well, he really wanted those people, you know? People are the tastiest of all the other Yeah, the and snacks. so that brings so, another I, point. So why is this dinosaur just stalking them the whole time? Like, why would he give a shit? Why would he give a shit about these people? He just hap- It's just happenstance. They just happen to bump right. into each other. It just it's happens like, to be in know? the river at the end. It's a, Kismet. It's a Tarantino movie. Things just kind of like just go together. If you're going to ask questions like this, though, it's dangerous territory because we could ask all kinds of questions. How did, how is Pollux Troy not dead? Like, yeah. oh, right, totally. the end, like, shouldn't he have been dead? I thought that yeah, he should be. I thought that reveal was going to be, it was going to, because I have not seen this movie since it came out. I thought, oh, is he with you? I always thought it was going to be Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> And they were going to set it up for a fourth movie. Oh, yeah. 
where it was like, I did this for you. I got, I, she called, like she called me. I got them here. I'm here. We're going back and we're doing whatever. We're going like, back to Jurassic which Park I think one been, more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been like, you son of a bitch. You did it. You only, you know, I thought that would have been cool. And says so just fucking this, Billy. This, yeah. Billy. Uh, oh, I do Billy. like the pterodactyl sequence. I, I thought that was probably the highlight of the movie. And oh, I'm not, I'm not I saying actually it's hate pretty. it. I actually hate really? it. I, hate I thought it was it. fun, adventurous yeah. stuff. You know, the parachuting. I mean, it's it's not. This doesn't compare to anything in the first movie. But I thought it was probably the only fun sequence in this movie. I, I don't know. I hate it when you when we were talking earlier about what the dinosaurs look like and stuff like that. And there's this there's a, a distinct part when, and this is also like a part of the problem of what James has brought up, where it's like it gives. Like, like I call it like a like the Jaws thing, where it's like it feels like these things are doing this personally to them, and like attacking them. But when the pterodactyl like turns around, yeah, it gives him gives him like, uh, gives him the mean mug, like really yeah. looks at him. Gives him, yeah, he like, and I'm, uh, that just really was like, get out of here, come on. <laughs> I come mean, on there now. are moments like that in the other too movies too. It's just, I don't know, it feels. But the movie, but you said it; those movies were made so yes. well that you forgive it it's like it's like uh i was talking to somebody about um the dark knight and i saw somebody like do a like a breakdown of it and it's like this is why all of this stuff makes no sense like this shouldn't be happening like like night becomes day all of a sudden and in a scene and all that kind of stuff but he's such a good filmmaker that you forgive it because you never even actually catch you know what i mean yeah and that's what happens with Jurassic Park is that like there's so many amazing it's so well done it's so amazing it's so like awe inspiring that you are gonna forgive a lot sure of yeah for sure whereas this movie is like everything is on Main Street like you're yeah, yeah. I mean the other thing oh go ahead James I, I was just gonna say like this movie is it's a classic movie of the monster in the house movie right and that I mean it's just like Jaws or Aliens they fall it follows the same pattern right. So, and it all has to do with like the, the ultimate sin of greed or whatever. And then the redemption yeah. arc where like Billy like, like saves all, the kid. Yeah, all this like, shit. And it's so, and the monster, you know, just like in Jaws that keeps coming back is this fucking dinosaur for some reason keeps coming back. It's all, <laughs> he really it's, has it in He's really pissed off at them. Yeah, he, he really hates them for some reason. I, I just feel like like the the uh pterodactyl stuff at the end it's like okay i guess we'll add in like some new thing at least it was something novel like because we hadn't seen pterodactyls in the, i other guess movie. but it's like you show the raptors and you show them working together and how smart they are and all the interactions with them and then at the end they just are like Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna leave now, and we're gonna take our eggs, and that's it. Yeah, there's this. They have <laughs> like, a scene in which the pterodactyl literally captures somebody, like makes them a paraplegic, like six knows exactly where that this is the spine, and I'm gonna paralyze this person so they can't move, and sets out a trap. Like we're way past like an animal at this point. Like this is crazy. And then they like they're all in a herd and they're all talking to each other. And then they're tricked by this dumb flute. Oh, the thing, raptors, you mean? I guess. Yeah, the raptors. Oh yeah, the raptors. Sorry. Uh, like yeah, I. Well, and they said they set stuff that is up hard to watch. I mean, the thing is that I thought was weird too was that you know Alan Grant is talking about oh we've got these theories about the raptors and how they communicate <laughs> to each other. 
uh, early on in the movie to set that stuff up. This is the only film I've ever seen where absolutely everything that is is mentioned throughout the film precedes something that happens. So it's, it's not often that you you get that in a film where um, that absolutely like I, but it's brilliant. Yeah, no, but I mean even stupid things like. Oh, they you, pay you off like everything. Out. So what you're oh, saying yeah, is it's I've really good. Swimming, but you can't swim. I can now. I've learned to, and then he's like a mega swimmer at the end. And then um, there's other things like, you know, the the receptacle mm. thing that he blows into. Mm. And then when they when they trap the velociraptor right. behind the gate thing, and he's like, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. And then when they're giving the eggs back, he says, "Call for help." Mm-hmm. So he uses the thing and calls for help. And that literally everything that comes before the film is preceded like everything that happens in the film is preceded in some way by chat yeah everything is yeah. everything is mentioned yeah like billy billy talks about this it's all it's all it foreshadowed yeah like jumping exactly out an airplane right. or something stupid like that you know and and there are so he no knows red herrings in this movie. And packed it back like, perfectly and used it and everything everything yeah. had a point it's so right. well written <laughs> so what you're saying is the script is impeccable <laughs> How did Billy survive? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He must have washed down the river. I don't know how he survived. But they, they, yeah, they had, had, had him, him in like, their grips. Uh, they were drowning. It's just yeah. like they wanted one more happy thing to happen at the end. Like, well, well let's make it, it so he meant, lives. It was meant to pay it off, I think. Yeah, that he had done a douchebag thing with the eggs and then he'd sort of earned yeah. his way back. But I was really shocked that he was in that like ambulance and then uh, to talk about to the the raptors communicating and being really intelligent, I, I have um, a Labrador, and she will sit if I like give her a Dorito. So I'm not that impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I want I wanted to talk about um, the characters in this movie a little bit because in the first movie the characters are all great. Like even the small ones, Samuel Jackson, Wayne Knight. Yeah. Uh, like even the little characters are played so great and not to mention all the main characters, you know, Jeff Goldblum is so awesome. Uh, Sam Neill and Laura Dern are great. So like everything's working Hammond. And then in this movie, William H. Macy and Tia Leone, that's, that's great to have those people in your movie, but the characters are so detestable. Yeah. They're brutal. <laughs> like I was, I actually did like at the end, you're supposed to feel great that they get back together no. I'm like, no, I want to see these people get eaten by dinosaurs. 100%. 100%. She also completely they, forgot. They're not that bad. She also completely forgot about her, uh, you know, her, her boyfriend eaten, or whoever. Her boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, he's not even a factor. He's gone. <laughs> he's Fuck gone. him, he's dead. I want to <laughs> know how he died. Yeah. Well, I assume he was just picked apart, maybe by those little dinosaurs, like the ones that get uh, Peter Stormare. But why did just get out of the fucking world? tree? I don't understand. Yeah, he didn't even I mean, he get was, out of the parachute. He, he was stuck in his parachute. He was stuck. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we stuck for like for such a long period of time that he dies. He's already a skeleton <laughs> of, well, of of starvation. <laughs> it's also it's only been eight weeks. Like they picked his bones like, clean. I don't know. Uh, oh, that that scene. Sorry, <laughs> her getting tangled up in him yeah. in that yeah. stop went on so for long. such a long time. Uh. <laughs> Okay, okay, you're free. You're free. It was hilarious, actually. And 
I, I'd also it's like strange. to like have oh. a timer that like uh, the amount of time Tealioni speaks and the amount of time she just yells. Yeah. Uh. yeah she's she she's the entire movie screaming. Like she is completely useless. <laughs> they do nothing good with her. Like Laura Dern is like she's badass. Well, she's also Laura Dern. She's 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 fucking you know a treasure but like she's she's a, they, they give her something like she's yeah. she's, she's awesome. as much a part of it as anyone they, else right absolutely and they give this uh, this only female character in this movie the girl that just played are like oh you're just the, a the girl that played Lex in the first yells. film was famously hired because of her scream and she does it like once maybe twice especially like when she sees the t-rex and sam neil's like shut your fucking mouth and then we get to this film and and literally she just screams right. the entire way through it it's so annoying so yeah. annoying <laughs> oh yeah and they're constantly yelling and constantly yelling and saying don't do that Aaron, don't do what's that the kid, what's the kid's name they're looking for is it eric or something she's just yelling it through the whole movie yeah. eric all <laughs> oh, the scene but the, the, to go back to the bad comedy stuff like the part where she's just yelling in the background and like i'm not i didn't even know what she was doing yet all i just hear is this like off camera bellowing <laughs> and then they have her and william h Macy have the back and forth where it's like stop doing that stop doing what like it's like fucking exhausting yeah, yeah but then you you go to jurassic world and what's her name's running around in high heels the whole movie. oh good point Apparently, women in this world can just—they're like, they they're weebles, like those weebles, uh, those like boxing <laughs> things, like the like boxing clowns, where they just like they they wobble, but they never fall down. Yeah, weevil, weevils wobble. Yeah. Um, what what is everybody's order of Jurassic Park films of the five that are up, like as in from best to to worst, and where does this one sit in that? That's a tough one because I. I feel like I'd have to rewatch the two newer ones. I, I saw them each once. Didn't didn't particularly care for them too much. Um, but the first one, first movie, obviously, I think is far above all of them. I think I go Jurassic Park one. I don't know. Maybe Lost World is two, or maybe Man, this I just, one. I hate. I don't know. Lost World, I, I really, I really don't like Jurassic World. I feel like it's one of the most mean spirited movies I've ever seen. Like I have a whole thing about it. Like. I hate it so much just for like the way they treat the the babysitter character. Yeah, like it's just so terrible. And I, don't they, re- I don't even I don't even remember know, like, that. So to, refresh my memory. See, so there's this character who does nothing wrong. The she's like an assistant, film, right? She's just she's an assistant. She's trying to keep take care of these kids, and these kids run away, and they like, you know, whatever. She spends the entire movie trying to find them and help and save them. And then she's rewarded by two like pterosauruses or whatever they're called, like ripping her in half. I think it is. <laughs> wow. Like, the, like there's it, it, the first movie, the way that they they kill off characters, like there's a method to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Sometimes the bad guys get killed. Um, sometimes it's sometimes it's comeuppance. Um, comeuppance, or and some and a lot of time it's 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 putting a period on a person's life after they make a big sacrifice right right? like they do something right but the 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 Jurassic world and i'd say this movie as well they just seem to it's just so mean it's just like i I don't know another way to put it describing more to like a a slasher mentality yeah 
Yeah, and I and there's like the first yeah, like I said, the first movie has like moral rules, right? Whereas the the like the following movies just seem to be more intent on just showing people die painfully. Like this movie hides a lot of the deaths a bit because I think they just didn't have the money for it and they wanted to just get well, and they were stuff probably out. hoping like Simon um, was saying earlier for that PG rating, you get the kids in and you sell them the Yeah, yeah I think they were totally yeah, exactly. going for that. This movie and there's no real bad guys in this movie, right? Well, like, at, at first they're, you have they're the all... militia guys that are with them, but those guys die really fast. But they're not. They're not really bad guys. They're well, not like, militia guys. The, the, well, the other two guys seem like they kind of are, but they get eaten like immediately. They but they but they they weren't though they were just people yeah well michael jeter like the, the one who the, lives um he's he's then presented as like a normal guy and he tells he's like oh i didn't tell you to kidnap these people to bring them to the island and stuff yeah. so that's what i'm saying earlier they, you said you said, said uh, t leone and william h macy aren't that bad they literally kidnap a person and they don't even have the money that they promised him. yeah <laughs> okay i i understand that but that can there's you you can write your way out of that by them being desperate parents who are willing to do anything to get well, their kids. That's, that's what true, they try to the do. Movie, yeah, I don't really feel like they earned that though. In no, the movie. they don't. I don't think it. they earn. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. But like, what I mean is, is that the first two movies are about unbelievable greed and the lengths that people are willing to go to to profit off of something, and the the the, the how little people some people care for human life blah blah yeah blah, 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 i mean i right? think i think john hammond is supposed to be i think he's supposed to have good intentions even though he yeah he wants to make money off this attraction but he's in he's this character who is enamored with the idea of presenting magnificent wonders to the world and it all goes haywire for him whereas in the second movie it's purely a, a corporate greed uh, thing right i would say that like the first movie though it's 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 about how part of it is about how when you have all this money, when you can do whatever you want, sometimes, often, if not always, I guess, what your ego and what you think is right gets in the way. Yeah, oh, for sure. Of for doing sure. the right yeah. thing. Right. Like, and that's the thing. We can talk forever about Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about and We can talk for a while one. about Jurassic yeah. Park, too. But this movie is just like. I mean, I would say, I, I would say my order would be Jurassic Park one, Jurassic Park two, whatever one, whatever that's called. Um, the Lost World. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason I picked that as two is because you get that awesome scene where they're in LA. I I think that. <laughs> oh, like San, that. or San Diego at the end. When yes, San Diego. Over. Yeah. Um, so when I originally that scene reminds me so much of the Con Air scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they when crash in Vegas. Uh, when I first saw the it's second there. movie, I hated that part of the movie. I thought it was so cheesy. But I do have to admit that that's kind of like a lot more of a fun, campy idea for the yeah. dinosaur to come over to the mainland. That's the that's the boat blowing up. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. That's what <laughs> I right. think they're going to do with this this next movie coming out. When we did our podcast on um, The Lost World, one the, the San Diego bit right at the end was Spielberg's vision for the third for the third film i believe i think i think he wanted to do that i think yeah you said that he wanted to do that for the second one or the third one but he knew he knew he wasn't going to be able to do it so he just wanted to get that scene in i mean and it's an obvious like king kong godzilla you know 
uh, tribute kind of moment. Yeah. They even have like the Asian characters are running away from the dinosaur thing. Yeah. Which I'm not sure holds up all that well, but uh, at least it was like a, a fun thing they were going for, for sure. I don't know. It's a tough choice for me to say which is worse, the second movie or the third movie. You guys all seem to uh, uh, like the second one more. Having just watched it, I, I I really did not like it at all. <laughs> like I I had a terrible time watching it. I might have done it no favors by watching it right after I watched the first movie though. <laughs> right. Like I did them back to back. So yeah, I've never seen the, the newest one. I haven't seen the newest the second, one. Essentially, kind of what happens Jurassic with World? second the, Jurassic World. The what second happens? Second one in where they're making like new the, the the original one where they're making new dinosaurs and stuff, but then they start like selling them at auctions. So they're bringing out all these dinosaurs in these massive cages that's on like rails and they're like, there's an auction and then they bring out this new mega raptor. There's like, this one isn't for sale yet. It's not ready <laughs> oh. yet. We're going to weaponize it and it's going to, we'll have total control of it because of all the work Chris Pratt's been doing. Now I want to watch Jurassic Park, like World War Four, <laughs> where it's just like every, every country has like their dinosaur <laughs> they each have their like, own division. Dinosaur division. Yeah, and like it's like on the old like olden time, like like you know, like in like fucking uh, three hundred, wherever. Where they're, like, oh, if it was like, post-apocalyptic, it's post-apocalyptic, in. and everyone yeah. has their own dinosaur armies. Planet of the Apes with dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dinosaurs are actually in control. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> Is it the okay. second Jurassic well, World I, I, though, I, where they have that really depressing scene where they're like leaving the island and they've got all the dinosaurs they want on the boats and they're leaving, and then all the ones that are just stuck on the island and it's like the volcano is like going off and they're all going to die. And there's like this really That's depressing it, yeah. scene where they're just standing by the edge of the Island, like waiting to and die. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is like the most <laughs> sad shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Why can't dinosaurs swim? They're too heavy, John. They're too heavy. They couldn't. Heavy. <laughs> Whales can swim. Those are, but they're just graceful. Can elephants swim? Uh, I'm thinking I deep know. water. Hey, here's the let's question. Go, let's just go down a tangent about elephants swimming. So, no, 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 it's not about that. It's about it's about dinosaurs. Okay, but we we we've learned a lot about dinosaurs like since what ninety four when was ninety four when Jurassic Park came out? Yeah, ninety three. Okay, so we've learned a lot about dinosaurs in the last like thirty years or whatever. Dinosaurs have feathers. Like it's it's understood now. So, are they going to start making like these movies with? Dinosaurs with feathers? Uh, I doubt I it. Probably not. People people have an image in their mind now of what dinosaurs are supposed to look like, right? But isn't it kind of fucked up that they're not? <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll, that maybe would be they'll like... introduce some some that have feathers in one of these new movies, just as just so that there's something new going on. Oh, you know what? Here's my my pitch. It's uh, better than post-apocalyptic dinosaur anim- armies. No, that's a great idea, though. If so. For the 30-year anniversary of Jurassic Park, okay, Spielberg goes back into the studio, okay? He's got a remix on his hands. Just like he took away the guns in E.T., he's going to put feathers on the dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Release the feather cut. Release the feather cut, yeah. They just look like a bunch of giant chickens running around trying to kill you. Jurassic chickens. <laughs> and the raptors would just not be very it. intimidating anymore if they all had colorful bird plumage on them. Well, they're, if they're ripping the throat of some kid, I mean, that's pretty badass. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you think, you think I'm a joke because I have feathers now? I'm going to kill this kid in front of you. 
blood. All right. Hard R feather cut. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Could get on board with that. Is there anything else about Jurassic Park 3 that we didn't talk about that we should cover? I feel like there's not much to talk about. It's a short movie. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. D- Dom, you got anything? Go over. Uh, nothing that massively stands out. Yeah. It's not, there's not a lot of memorable moments, let's be honest. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just uh, well, oh, I suppose when he when he talks on the satellite phone to the the kid, and he's watching Barney the dinosaur. Oh yeah, <laughs> on the TV. That's uh, like, that's about it. Give dinosaur the, man's on the phone. Give the phone to your mom, and he's like, "Yeah, I will." But first, I got to stop yeah. and check out Barney here for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And the, and another thing that was like preceded to that whole scene right at the end with like the art, the navy on the uh, and whoever else turns up is that. Um, Oh yeah, this is my husband Mark. He works for the State Department. Just so you know, yeah, right? For later on. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that what? Another, totally. Yeah. Another, another payoff. Another payoff. Yeah. <laughs> Just intricate. I, yeah, I, now that you bring that up, it's it's pretty amazing <laughs> how like, like like there's like every movie's got like red herrings or like things that like aren't. You know, or stuff whatever. that is just part of the part of the just... texture of the film. Whereas this one is like literally everything introduced is something that is going to matter later. Yeah, there's like no doses machina. Like everything is like, oh no, we're going to tell you how it all is going to be okay. <laughs> it's tight. It's tight screenwriting. So, do you... <laughs> before we uh, before we give our ratings, we should say Simon has to go. Um, that's it. <laughs> He's he's no longer and on that. And it's none of it's none of your business it, why he's not on the podcast anymore. Fucking bi- he, he had a hard yes. out and he left. So, so fuck, you. fuck yourself. <laughs> That's why we don't hear him anymore. He, he quit. He quit in uh, of Australian. He's protesting yeah. our content, and he decided he's not going to be on the show anymore. The weekend of July. So, the weekend of July 20th to 22nd, 2001, week 29. Do you guys have any guesses of what the top 10 movies are? And where did this oh land? Oh, my God. This is the only – this is one of two movies that opened this week. Is uh, is, is Raimi Spider-Man out that year? I don't know. What, uh, it's not on okay. this list. And probably not. I know A Beautiful Mind is 2001. Is that – I don't think nope. of 2001 movies. Uh, how, about, I think... how about Ballistic okay, X well... versus Sever? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did the Matrix come we'll out in two thousand one? No, ninety nine. No, that came out in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, because it was like so. Number Half past ten. Dead. I'll say this: just making it out of the top ten would be number eleven. Shrek. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and actually, if you go to number twelve, another uh, Spielberg connection is AI. Oh, yeah. oh um, dreadful film. <laughs> but number ten would be is kiss of the dragon oh by the way where do you think jurassic park landed and this is its opening week 108 <laughs> no no this is yeah, it's, it's oh, opening. on its opening weekend it's number one no doubt yeah it's either one or two all right so kiss of the dragon came out number, sorry kiss of the dragon is it's number a 10 movie uh final fantasy spirits oh yeah that was like an anime kind of thing yeah then we got some sequels we got dr doolittle 2 at number eight <laughs> and scary movie 2 at number two oh, sorry at number seven then we've got Dom, the OG Dom. Fast and the Furious. It's all about family. The Fast and the Furious at number six. It's all about okay. family. It had, already, it had already been out, I think, for a month or two. I, I like to say uh, yeah. I, I'm the OG Dom. I was a Dom before he was Oh, a shit. Just saying. Were you? Just saying. But, but do you I live, do you I live your life that. a quarter mile at a time, though? <laughs> uh, I, half a mile at a time, my friend. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you more, live your, yeah, more you live of a kilometer life, um, situation? Yeah, <laughs> one point. Do you guys have? Yeah, do you use kilometers or miles there? Miles. What? <laughs> miles per hour, rather than why? Why do you hour. use miles? Why? Uh, Don't you have the metric system? Have I'm you heard in, of this? Thing? I'm not in charge of these decisions. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. This is you have to answer for your <laughs> yeah for your country. Um, it just kind of. Do you guys talk about? But do you measure yourself in meters or feet? Like if you're gonna say how high how tall somebody is, it depends who you're talking to. Because I'll I'll talk in feet, but some people are talking meters. Okay. And then I have to go. Hang okay. On on yeah, government okay. forms though, is it <laughs> is, is getting, it in the, like, into the nitty gritty here? No, because that's I mean here it everything's in like meters and yeah we talk in feet still we say we're like I'm like I'm six two. Yeah, like, like what's the weight? Is it kilograms or is it pounds? Uh, on your license. Pounds. Stone? Stone. Stone, pounds, yeah. <laughs> Stone. Okay. All right. Wow. Really? On your license, it's in it's in pounds. Yeah. What do you would you mean me or the vehicle? <laughs> no, no, no. Like on, on your driver's license, like it, yeah. it just it. Uh, I'm surprised. For shit like that's in tons. Oh wow. Okay. We learn something every every day, I guess. <laughs> uh, number six, Fast and the Furious. Number five, Cats and Dogs. Oh, by the way, Fast and cats the Furious. And had been out for Fast and the Furious had been out for five weeks at that point. Yeah. Um, Cats and Dogs. Here's a classic. Who remembers a little film called The Score? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ed, Ed Martin and Robert De Niro. Uh, and I think it might have been his last movie. Uh, the Island of Doctor Moreau. Marlon himself. Brando. Yeah, I think it was his last film. I never did see that movie. I saw it in the theater. It was a piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, number three is Legally Blonde. Number two, America's Sweethearts, and number mm-hmm. one, with a weekend gross of uh, da, 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 da. looks like eighty-one million three hundred eighty-five thousand. Jurassic Park. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there's no way it wasn't going to open number one, right? Even if it was a pile of shit. So here's the craziest thing I think about this list that I'm looking at. You have to go all the way down to number seventeen. Nope, 17 is Sexy Beast. You have to go number 14 before you hit a Disney movie. Oh, wow. On this list. What was 14? Uh, Atlantis. Okay. There's no, but at the time, was Disney still doing like live action stuff with Touchstone? Well, no, I, I think what I mean is just like how much things have, have right. changed. Now, you know, the top, your to top now. five movies, four of them are probably Disney products. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll, I'll jump to, I'll jump to 2019. Maybe a Disney, uh, a Marvel Disney, right? Yeah. Marvel. So Pixar, say, say the same. Say the same Star weekend. Wars. So this the same weekend in 2019. Disney's got the number one, number three, which is weird. It's got The Lion King, and the number three is Toy Story four, and then number six is Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And how many? What about Marvel? Any Marvel or Star Wars in there? Well, you got no. That's Sony Spider Man. Uh, but no, no. There's what no... Spider-Man? What though? Because they they reacquired it, didn't they, from Sony? No, it's no, it's not. It's Sony Pictures. Okay. Sony still has Spider-Man. I thought they had like a co-deal now with Marvel. Oh, maybe they do. Okay, so if you count that, then three of the top ten are. Oh, sorry, Avengers is just out of the top ten. Right. This is such a weird thing. The idea that uh, number eleven is Endgame and number ten is Midsummer. Yeah, but Endgame had already been out for like six months or something. It had already made $855 million. Right. 
Midsummer's stopped with 23. <laughs> the crazy thing about like this movie, Jurassic Park 3, is that the budget was 93 million and worldwide it did 368 million. And so there was still a still a hunger for for but, Jurassic Park. But how long from this movie in 2001 until the newest? Yeah, big gap. That's a big why. gap. I don't. It could have been a rights thing. Michael Crichton died somewhere in between. Yeah, because like obviously they were Michael making Crichton's still alive in all of our hearts. <laughs> They're making good bank. So, amen. Um, well, let's rate this movie. We've we've talked about Jurassic Park three for way longer than it deserves. You don't think there's more to go All over, right, James? Here? <laughs> you go first, James. Um, so my personal reaction is a four. Overall, works out to three point eight. Didn't really like it a whole Dustin? lot. Uh, personal reaction is a four, James. You have to tell me what my overall. It's a four point four. 4.4. I got this at a four overall. It is a 4.2. Okay. So my personal reaction is four, but overall five. Okay. Right. And Simon's not here, so he really loved this movie. His personal reaction <laughs> is a seven overall, 6.2. I mean, that's pretty generous, I got to say. Yeah. Um, He's not really here to defend it. He's not here to defend his position. <laughs> so, change his name to Stan because this guy <laughs> loves this movie. So that gives it an overall uh, four point seven. All right, where does that put it on the list? Four point seven. That puts it tied with uh, one hundred eight. Uh, Under Siege, one hundred nine. Punisher, oh. War Zone. And number 110, <laughs> World War Z. Wow. So that's quite the tie. <laughs> if, if we were to combine all of those films and have one super yeah. film, that would, be, <laughs> that would be something. That'd be at least set a, in, that'd be at least a set in a post-apocalyptic dinosaur, dinosaur zombies. army on an aircraft uh, carrier. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> on an aircraft carrier. This, that's a movie. Little now tiny... that's a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are those little dinosaurs called? I don't know. Uh, pricks. Like Goombas? Goombas, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Goombas on a boat? <laughs> yeah. It's just Snakes like... Snakes on a plane. Somebody releases all, all those little dinosaurs on a on a cruise ship. Yeah, zombie zombie and, dinos uh, on a boat. Brad Pitt and, and Steven Seagal have to fight them off. <laughs> I would watch that movie. I would let's totally be watch let's that. Be on, Man, I would well, watch let's be the, honest. Who would watch that movie? Everybody. Uh, I totally would. I would watch the shit out of a Brad Pitt, Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man. Uh, I'd go. I'd break. I'd go see it in the theater during Corona. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I th I'd have to. Well, thank well, we you gotta so say much. Where we put it. We, oh, we go gotta ahead, say where we put this movie. I, I oh. think it has to go behind all three of those other movies, personally. Oh, it was tied. Yeah, it's tied, tied with Under Siege, Punisher Warzone, and World War Z. Yeah. And uh, I put it behind all. Yeah, of them. I put yeah. it behind them all. What do you think, Dom? Um, I I haven't seen Punisher Warzone. Was it? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should, by the way. <laughs> oh, on the back make, of that rating, make time. Uh, don't see the point. <laughs> there is that movie has got kills yeah. in it. Right. It does. It's it's, it it's a bad movie, alone. but it's it's got its moments. Man, that's the one where he hangs upside down. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Is that that's the one yeah. where 
like the villains are like comical Batman villains. Yeah, Jig- Jigsaw. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah. that? Yeah, with Dominic one? West from The Wire as Jigsaw. Yeah, the hilarious bad guys for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that movie's nuts. <laughs> is it pun- like this? May sound like a stupid question. Is it Punisher as in the, the Punisher the comic book? Yes, yeah. it, it's like yes. Like the guy wasn't the guy from Highlander, the original Punisher. Uh. No, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren was, was from uh, like the He-Man live action movie, not not Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky Four. Yeah, the big Russian guy. Oh, I'll have, I'll have to I'll have to give it a watch. Uh, Under Siege, I think, would definitely go ahead to Jurassic Park Three. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. We'll put it so we'll put it go. behind all of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's a new hundred and eleven, just before Smoke and Aces. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Take that, Smoke and Aces. <laughs> Take two ahead of Torque. Ooh, Torque should be higher. Torque should be higher. Torque's, Torque's fun. Have we done nope, Biker Boys? We've, we have not done Biker Boys. Man, Torque was really good now that I think about <laughs> yeah. it. That's with Adam Scott, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, like, Stone Cold is at 114. Like, oh, that should be higher, too. Stone Cold should be – okay, we can't we can't go down <laughs> no, this road, no. right? <laughs> um, uh, Dom, do you want to just uh, say where people can get all of your content? Just uh, let everybody know? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can, We can be found on Instagram. So, at Ravens Podcast um, is one of them, at 1030 Productions, and at Fox River Podcast. If you go to any of them uh, in our link in our bio, you can find all our other pages and stuff as well. Thank you very much. And we highly encourage everyone to go out there and give them money so they can keep making content. <laughs> For sure. Cool. Thank you. Guys. And, uh, and hopefully, yeah, so hopefully we'll be on a, a future uh, Ravens episode at some point. Simon will be absolutely. So that, the whole point of that podcast is that I've, I have never seen any of it and he loves it. He's, he's watched it about five times all the way through. Wow. Um, oh my God. But he's like a, he's like an expert and yeah the the fan following is amazing uh for that show i yeah, would that's one thing i totally be on an episode yeah for sure it's uh, yeah we'll both be super happy for you guys to to join us it, it, you, maybe you should we should get do an, it an individually individual, yeah individual get an individual episode that'd be great yeah, yeah. that would be awesome <laughs> yeah i'd love to i'd love to just watch a random episode having no idea about that it sounds fun <laughs> it does sound fun that'd be that would be really really yeah. fun and I'll I'll start working on the due south slash um, prison break <laughs> right. script, yeah, right. and I'll send it over. Perfect. To you guys see I you think, think James and Dom should start. Oh a man, that would podcast. be awesome. <laughs> I'm up for yeah. that. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Oh man. Well, thank you so much for being on. And uh, Simon, you're not with us anymore. In spirit. <laughs> He's uh, passed. Him. He's passed. We really appreciate. You. We really appreciate you guys being on. Uh, you can check us out at, uh, at Letterboxd, Action Action Podcast, Instagram, Action Action Podcast. And we'll see you next week.